They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always get Joe packed. Thank God. Stop, 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 stop. We literally went through this last week. That's my chair. Let me guess. You woke up here and have no idea how you got here. Not at all. Not at all, John. I was doing the intro this time because people like me more. Hacker! Hacker! Stop, stop. No intro for you. Out of my seat. We've got a show to do. I, if it makes you guys feel any better, I don't like either of you. Just want to throw that out. I like you. <laughs> Some people's kids. <laughs> Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that has never met a Plajaran and had absolutely no idea that Jesus was an alien. This is Hysteria 51. Please, pronounce it right. Plajarin. If you'd been in Sweden in the early 1400s, you'd know this. Guess we aren't all eternal. <laughs> but you are not eternal. <laughs> he's, 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 he's just not. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host, John Goforth, and sitting across from me is my co-host, and the Plyarin to my Plyarin, Mr. Brenhand. Yeah, I don't like either of those pronunciations. Just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Put up with his mediocrity. I have been dealing with yours for years. That other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one afraid of large bodies of liquid. But not small ones. Gotta get my bot booze on. Bot. 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 I built Seabot in my lab to help write and produce a show. Unfortunately, just antagonizes us and poisons people instead. Or at least tries. Guilty. Now playing Guilty by Pantera on Amazon Music. What the hell is going on, you Brent? Know what? John, I'm going to find out right now. Kyle, come here. No, no cheese muffins. No, 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 no. Get him, Brent. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, I'm going I'm to dig in here. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Joe, uh, what, is, what do you want to talk about? Um, ah, fuck. We're always good at this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Is Wait, hold on. So this is weird. He's got a transmitter that C... Bot nor I put in here. Now hold on. Let me let me grab my single boost to trace the location. And uh, oh, oh, that's weird. The signal boosts have fried my Alexa. Why? Why was Kyle connected to the Alexa the first? I I need to do more research on this. Fair enough. Fair enough. But in the interim, we've got a show to do. Uh, by the way, Brent, what should we do with Peck? I can hear you. You know. Ah, let's let him stay. He can buy us beers later at the pizza party. Again, right here. We know. I talk bad about John in front of him, and I'm going to treat you any different. <laughs> Fair. All right, fine. Pecker! His name is Pecker. Joseph, welcome in back to the show. Or I suppose you never left from last week. Well, that's what's so weird. When you guys talk about me being back and not invited back, like, I never leave. <laughs> well, you did for three months, obviously. You ever see people under the stairs? He's just the people on the porch. <laughs> Peering in. He's just, he's just looking through my mail slot. Mm-hmm. That sounded worse than I meant for it too, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just waiting for a meat shower. 
All right, fellas, let's uh, let's jump into tonight's. Uh... This was one, John and JoJo, that I have been looking forward to for quite some time. Because <laughs> it, it, number one is why one did you that, hate yourself? Right, it's one that so many people have asked for, and we've had on the list. Literally, probably in the first ten episodes, we had him on there, and I just put it off and put it off because I didn't know exactly how. I wanted to do this one. We're just going to dive in. Well, and the hard, let's say this. The hard part about doing Billy Meyer is I, I would call Billy Meyer the Dean Koontz of UFO bullshit stories. Uh, that's Dean R. Koontz. Okay. Thank you. He's not L. Dean R. Koontz. Born in 1843. It's a goody crowd. Call back. <laughs> Billy Meyer, is, he really is the Dean Arcoons of bullshit UFO stories. Like, it just keeps oh, coming. That's it's, a little foreshadowing. We can, We're letting them know it's bullshit already. <laughs> they can read the description. They'll know. <laughs> By the end, they'll know it's complete bullshit. But right. That's fine, yeah. Right, right. But, I mean, there's just so much. It's so voluminous. We could do an entire season on all the stuff he says. Right. Every little part to this we're going to talk about his pictures we're going to talk about his religion we're going to talk about his books each of these really should we're going to talk about his missing arm right right you know his background or said background things like that all these are very heavy but we're going to start now i mean we're just going to dive in feet first edward albert meyer it's a doozy this one kids and it's a fun one this week billy as we've been calling him as he goes by he was born in the year of our Lord, 1937, <laughs> which would make him carry the two 83 years old. Yeah. So he's still Billy is still with us. Yeah, he's still with 83 us. 83 years young. Oh, better. Better way to say it. And he's been fortunate <laughs> enough to travel around the world pursuing spiritual exploration, including get this a stint in the French Foreign Legion. 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 Leao. <laughs> <laughs> As a teen, and he saw forty-two countries in twelve years. Like on a map, (laughs) (laughs) he was slow with those tacks. So, Brent, there was uh, there's some interesting stories going through those years Uh, leading up to his time in the French Foreign Legion. He went to prison twice. Mm -hmm. He was going to get in trouble again and get called back to prison again. So he left town and went to the French Foreign Legion. Then he decided that you know French Foreign Legion wasn't for him. They had to like work and stuff. I made that part up, but he decided to leave, and so he just left and walked through the desert um, so for the... forty years. <laughs> so the French Foreign Legion isn't all just baguettes and brie cheese. Well, they make him smoke non-filtered cigarettes. Ah. And he was not about that. No, and he looks terrible. Filters, please. Well, he looks terrible in black and white stripes and a beret. Mm. <laughs> and he just couldn't pull off the mustache thing. Couldn't. And he yeah, had that he full beard or nothing. It. Yeah. Um, so then he went to the Middle East. And, oh, this is all according to Billy, of course. None of, none of this is substantiated. But uh, then he went to the Middle East, and he became an assassin for various countries. In the- <laughs> what, what, what? He became an assassin for various countries in the Middle East. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Turkey might have been one of them. Assassin. Uh, uh, and he even had a nickname, The Phantom. He's <laughs> The Phantom. Because no one ever saw him. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, like you the so bomb great. in Phantoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so great. 
<laughs> exactly. I thought no. it was because he always wore half of a white mask. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he had his own theme music played on piano everywhere he went. <laughs> everywhere. That would make it really, really hard to be an assassin. The feeling of the mire is here in your heart. You know I can see you way up there aiming at me. No, you can't. Damn it, there's that music again. <laughs> I'm a vulture. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, also, during his younger years, when they were both uh, about about 20-something, he met Saddam Hussein, mm. uh, according to Billy. He met the king of Egypt. He even met Gandhi. <laughs> so, this is all according to Billy, but he had a uh, he had a adventurous yeah. young adulthood. But then, Brent, I think you're about to tell us something that was less adventure and more just sucked. Well, yeah. This is of note, big in his life. In 1965, he lost his left arm in a bus accident in Turkey. Now, I don't know if he was on the way to assassinate someone or or to dine with princes and thieves. I don't I know. I mean, assassins do often take the bus. Yes. Well, yeah, as ones do. I always think of just how hard, though, everyday tasks for people who have dealt with that. Think of, like, this is, this is, I feel bad for him and everyone. Button your pants. Drive, you know. Absolutely. Uh, make dinner, like, fake UFO photos. Like, it'd right. be really hard with just one hand. Well, and <laughs> it's something, minus the fake UFO photos, that so many veterans and, and people like that have to deal with. It, hats off to you if that's something that you do and Amen. Have to deal Amen. With. Let's be clear. We're going to be making fun of Billy Meyer early and often, but it has yes. nothing to do with the fact he's missing an He arm. has a handler, as we'll call him. Oh, dear. And his handler always says, for... Anytime that someone oh that says, PR guy you're talking about Michael Horn yeah Michael will Horn. go he's just a one armed farmer that's what he says all the time when like oh he made this up he's a one armed farmer <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> now to the good stuff though beyond that back in the seventies now this is after his life as an assassin and dining with royals and and him and giving Gandhi the the what for. He claimed to have been in contact with aliens from the Pleiades Star Cluster. I call BS. They are terrible at returning calls. <laughs> Just ignore him. Um, here's here's the problem. Gasp. Or, uh, uh, point of clarification, I should say. Point of clarification. He po- just came out with his claims in the- point of order. <laughs> he came out with his claims in the seventies. Yeah. He, he actually claims to have been communicating with these aliens since he was right. five no, years this old. Is, this is what he said in the 70s. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, very good clarification. This has been a lifelong journey for him, he says. Uh, it wasn't new in the 70s. He was just finally coming open to the world about the multiple worlds that he had been influenced and lived in and visited and things like that. Yeah. Now, I know what you're saying, Joe Pack. There's no way. Well, piss on you. He's got the photographs to prove it. But now, why and, stop there? And those there? were taking before there was Photoshop. That's true. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That, you know airtight. Hold on. Forget about those photos. He also founded his own religion. Lucky bastard. <laughs> it's a it's a very long word that I can't, a uh, bunch of words that I can't pronounce, but it means the free community of interest for the border and spiritual sciences and ufological studies. All right. Uh, free Interessensmeinschaft für Glens und Geisterweissenschaften und Ufologenstudien. See, but why don't you take a crack at it? No, my, you both sound terrible. Mine to me. was better. That was <laughs> that was my order for breakfast. This yeah. <laughs> oh, and bacon. 
<laughs> and, and mutton. mutton. So, Always mutton. So beyond that, Meyer says that he is in regular contact with extraterrestrial beings, and he calls them the Plyaran. Or Plajaran, or you know, yogging. No, don't you it's, fuck it's that up. It's yogging with a silent J, but you know what? They are Plajaran, and if you say Plajaran, you're being pejorative. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wordplay. So, you know, you say poo poo on his picks. Well, Bucko, as I like to call both of you. He also presented other materials during the 1970s, such as metal samples, sound recordings, and film footage. Ooh. Bingo. But the big question on everyone's mind is why would all this be happening to some random dude? It's on my mind. Well, I'm going to let you know right now it isn't. John, why is it not just some random dude? Well, what you don't seem to understand is that Billy is the seventh reincarnation after six prophets common to Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. The line goes Enoch, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, uh, Emmanuel, obviously Jesus, Muhammad, Billy Meyer. This dude rocks so fucking hard. <laughs> you, what, what, what does it tell you when Seabot likes him that much? Oh, man. I, uh, Joe, I bet you feel pretty dumb not knowing this until now. Do you need a minute? Or, or are you okay with this? Well, I think that. Five seconds is enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Let's give a little bit more background on on the Playarans and their interactions. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about this stuff in the future. Why don't you hit them with the four one one on this group of yeah? And now this comes from the internet and multiple websites, so this is all true. One hundred percent. Don't even look it up. Just take my words. Please don't look this up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally turn your Wi-Fi off. Wait, Pleiades, don't look <laughs> this up. Pleiades, don't look this up. I have had it with these motherfucking aliens on this motherfucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Pleiarans, they're always looking for the next prophet. And um, they actually seeded five different children, or maybe it was six and he's the sixth. I don't know. Details. Uh, they seeded uh, five or six different children. Some would be, be like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. You get this shit you right. dumb bastard. <laughs> you you, you idiot. Were you going to call me a dumb bastard and a scumbag at the I same time? I don't know. I mean, it just they both flowed so freely when looking at you. <laughs> ah. And they got entangled so uh and and uh, after they were all seated they grew to five years old and they chose mr meyer now they had been communicating with him before this mm -hmm. telepathically but then one day he's standing outside of his home and he looks to the to the clearing and there is a, a playarin named svath elderly alien uh an elderly yarn i'm svath isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> um uh, uh yeah <laughs> isn't that weird come here a five-year-old yeah, want some candy a space candy <laughs> you want some human some space candy some candy so this is his the first of many communi communiques with Svath, and, and sometimes it's in person, um, and sometimes it is, of course, telepathic. When it's in person, of course. sometimes Meyer claims to have traveled the world on Svath's spacecraft. 
meeting various earthly leaders. Uh, that's when he met uh, Gandhi, for instance. Um, and Spath just took him around. It's like a whole new world, a new fantastic point of reference for your Swedish mind or wherever he was from. <laughs> was his spacecraft a magic carpet? Yes, it, it turns out it was. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, they needed to make it so he was comfortable. So it looked like a 1971 Plymouth Duster. Ah, yes. <laughs> but it was really a spacecraft. It was really a spacecraft. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, we're not going to talk about how rapey this sounds, but uh, it, yeah. it, it sounds rapey. Uh, anyway, from, a, from, a, from childhood on, he uh, supposedly hung out with the Pleiarans. But unfortunately, one day Svath dies. And uh, basically, they give Billy a new handler, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And this is an attractive-looking, Nordic-looking Playaren named Azcat. Yeah. Azcat. She's got that Azcat ass on her. There are drawings of her. She's all right, man. She looks... Those those Nordics, they just look like hot... Nordic broads. <laughs> broads. <laughs> the Playarens... Uh, by the way, it does ring some... Uh, Billy at one, one point said that there are uh, something like... 120 billion Plejarans across the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said they all look Nordic. Right. And uh, boy, that just smells a little racist, doesn't it? Like, well, oh, they just all happen to be Aryan. I well, mean, there's... I mean, uh, Nordic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to have our requisite uh, Nazi, <laughs> Nazi drops here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the Plejaran blood is very pure. Yeah, what? yeah. No, I mean, it, it, disease free is what uh, I was getting at. We know that's exactly what you were getting at. <laughs> um, uh, Billy, it sounds like you're almost not fans of, of other races that don't look Nordic. Well, they just confuse the uh, the blood. Uh, no, that's our point. Well, no, that's not what I meant. I just meant that. No, Billy. No, guys, it's OK. It's not racist. It's called eugenics. <laughs> 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 Say it with me now, kids. Eugenics. All right, so we're going to put that to the side for a second because uh, from the research I did, and and uh, maybe uh, there, he's written so much that I would have missed. It's I could have missed it. The, the but, problem with but, his writings, I haven't seen. I haven't seen examples of him being overtly racist. No, no, no. So no, no. I'm going to put that to the side for now. The problems with his writings, though, as we'll come to see, they're all problems for us, not for him. Is they're all in German, right. all of them. They're so all in German. They've all been. If you were reading them, and I, I've read his, his a lot of his writings, it's all translated. Yeah. And who's to say that it's translated properly from what he said? No, I don't think that so much is lost in translation. Although I got to be honest with you, the big problem for me is the volume, not the t- like, yeah. like. This guy is prolific. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So the reason we bring bring up his interview with the Plyarans is that he throughout his life does various things and says that in one way or shape or form ties into them. And we'll we'll call those out as we get yeah, there. And, yeah, and they are very important. And he, speaking of calling out, he calls out lots of things that are supposed to happen in life that don't. So that's a fun thing that we're going to get into, too. Let's head to break. When we come back, we're going to break down some of his things. Well, starting with picks, because that's just where it, it really is fun. <laughs> so that's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. You don't need dick. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. 
I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. 
$45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I'm very happy that the tape isn't the tape. We're not recording half the time. Between we're on reel-to-reels. That we're not recording because somehow it just degrades between uh, breaks. Oh, That's- man. We just uh, went down a path. Smurf. Go smurf yourself, Josh. Uh, pull out the dat. I mean, I think it's pretty. Week and we'll, uh, I think it's pretty clear that Svath was uh, was smurfing Billy. He was Gargamel, like like Joe said. He was just. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you want to you want to get smurfed? All right, John. We we're talking about picks, man. Meyer has taken, or more than likely fabricated, depending on who you ask. Lots of photos showing alleged things, spacecraft, and creatures, and time travel, and oh my, everything. Yeah. He's taking photos of time travel? Well, of him <laughs> traveling through time. Maybe. You don't know. Is that a blur? No, that's time travel. <laughs> so we told you that he, he takes pictures of spaceships. He calls these ships beam ships. And Billy says that the Pliaran. Wait, 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 wait. You're skipping over the best part of this story. He calls them beam ships. Gentlemen, do you know why he calls them beam ships? Why? Well, let me elucidate for you. Yeah, please find that. Please, please. His name, his his God given name is Edward Arthur Meyer. His nickname is Billy. B E A M. That's why he calls them beam ships. <laughs> so it only gets worse from here, folks. So Billy this says that the Pliarin, so they gave him permission to photograph and film their beam ships so that he could produce some evidence of their extraterrestrial visitations. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going to give him just enough to prove it, not by like landing and saying, here we are, everyone, because, oh, no, and we'll get into why in a little bit. Right. Because, you know, it's easier than making themselves known by just letting this guy take photos. Sadly, none of them are on fire off the shoulder of Orion. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Well- Got that going. What you're not, what you're not thinking about here, Brent, is that he's the chosen one, right? He's he's beyond Jesus, as we're going to learn. So he is the the chosen one. (sighs) You probably don't realize it. You two definitely have seen this. You've seen the pics of his. It's the X Files. I want to believe poster is literally one of his photos. Well, one of his photos that he probably took a photo of somewhere else. (laughs) Right, right. But that's one of his things, and. He's actually been in the news lately for these photos. His pictures have been up for auction at Sotheby's in the U.S. as part of a sale dedicated to space photography. And these pics became kind of infamous when he began publishing them in his collection in the 70s. That's when he really blasted out of the map. I want to see the fine print that you have to sign off on from Sotheby's if you buy that. Right, right. Like, oh, because obviously they would need to have some sort of writer that you sign that says, you know, you're acknowledging that these that we are not purporting these are real pictures. What sort of certificate of authentication <laughs> is there in these photos? Well, it, one thing is once you figure out or find proof that it's not real, you could just pull a brand hand, buy another one from Sotheby's, throw the old one in the box, and, and send, send it, it back, back for a refund. That's right. <laughs> this photo didn't work right. I don't know if you know this or not. I need a refund. I do. Literally, his photos have been featured in newspapers and magazines all over the world. There's so many pics fooling around. It's tough to keep track of what's his and what's not and, and 
other ones because they all have a look to them. <laughs> <laughs> What's in these picks? Well, I guess in short, like I was saying earlier, a lot. Some of the standouts, though, John, what are some of the big ones, the players in the world of his photos? Yeah, there was the metallic discs above the Swiss mm-hmm. countryside, kind of Beautiful. classic. And, and those are very distinct because you say yep. metallic. Di- well, keep going. Yeah. Um, the 1975 docking of Apollo Soyuz. Yeah. You just so happen to be there <laughs> side by side. Here we well, go. I mean, when Spath comes or I guess Ascat at this point comes and picks you up. Uh, you do some sightseeing along uh, the way. Ascat can come pick me up at any time. Hey, oh, we're gonna go for a dude, ride. When when Sveth died, presumably in in young Billy's arms, did did <laughs> did he did he grant him a green lantern and ring? You have been uh, chosen. As part of this. Say the oath. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What's the oath? I'm <laughs> shit. Was the was the moment that he died in his arms? Kind of was it. Was it like a, a lovers, a lo- lovers losing each other moment, or more of a? I'm picturing it's like a, a paternal, a, a, a cutting moment. crew situation. Well, what where it's like, was, babe, I just died in your arms tonight. See, what actually <laughs> happened was when Ascat came for the first time, he's like, he just died in my arms tonight. She said, it must have been something you said. <laughs> <It must> have. <laughs> and he had a disco ball in the back of his van, the ship. And they, they would dance and he would play that. And then the, the one night it actually happened and Billy was quite taken aback. Well, you, you heard it here first, first folks, but let's get back to what some of these other pictures were. Some of the other standouts, celestial objects from a non-earthly vantage point. Yeah, so so they took pictures face. that, you know, not from earth, uh, pictures of aliens, uh, pictures of, of earth with dinosaurs. So that's proof he can time travel, obviously. Historic. <laughs> Uh, that's how you have to say it. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did. I have got my uh, <laughs> I've got my Svengoolie kit right here. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then also of a future uh, post-apocalyptic Earth. And guys, I can't stress this enough. These were taken before Photoshop was invented. <laughs> Research done. Mm, all right. So those are some of the photos. Now there's also. Materials. Wait a second. There's if some he materials. Can, if he can time travel Joe, I'm sorry, Brent. I just got to call no. Joe on his bullshit. Holy crap. If he can time travel, he takes the pictures, yep. he goes to the future where Photoshop exists, yep. fixes them, and travels back. But then when so he that's travels how back, we know they're fake. But isn't that a time tangent? And now we're off in a different... I I don't know. I've watched like... We're in the Kelvin timeline now. <laughs> oh. Yep. We're in the Kelvin timeline, so we'll see what that happens. That makes sense. Yeah. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I you got me though. I, it's airtight. I forgot about the time travel angle. Yep. Well, now we're moving past these. We're talking about some materials. He had some metal, metal alloy, not just not, like not, not like just a, Swedish death metal. Yeah, we're not talking about Romstein. I don't here. know if you guys know this, but he used to be the bass player for Mastodon uh, <laughs> until the incident. But until he saw a Mastodon, he's like, "I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> so metal alloys are said to have been given to him. By these Piarans, and they were passed on to Wendell Stevens, this guy who had them tested by chemist Marcel Vogel. Obviously a modern day chemist because there are no letters yeah, in his name. Yeah, not L. Marcel Vogel. Vogel said that in his view, the samples could not have been made by means of contemporary earth metallurgy as they were apparently produced via cold fusion. It's almost too easy. Vogel also stated that the metal vanished from the IBM 
lab not long after his work was completed, which unfortunately prevented other scientists from performing their own analysis on it. Don't you hate when that happens, Joe? Not only do I hate it. Uh, I don't like it at all either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it one bit. Yeah, John, isn't that isn't that convenient or inconvenient for all of us hoping for some uh, second opinion? Boy, isn't that a, isn't that a common theme in all of these types of stories? Like, you know, uh, first, uh, the shit's so crazy, no one on Earth could have created it. No. Cold fusion. Just like, we can't even do it today. Yeah, cold fusion, or or as uh, as Val Kilmer says in the Saint, cold fusion. <laughs> what do you love about it? <laughs> Your accent, Val. Your yeah. accent. Um, the same with the the pyramids. We couldn't even build the couldn't pyramids build today. It's so funny. Well, like when Hewlett Packard, you know, verified we couldn't create that crystal skull. Yeah, that's right. There, there's no known way of creating a crystal skull Mm-mm. today. Well, I like it when they, then they talk to, to people that work in like moving giant stones and stuff and they go, actually, the truth is we don't have the machine to do it because we don't need it but yeah we could totally do yeah, that give us Nobody a couple sticks and some water and we'll yeah. be fine it's like all the people now that are like doing all the claims of like we can't even get back to the moon well no that's because all the companies that made the super specific tiny screws and parts for the the kind of spaceship that was built don't exist anymore so we can it just would take a few years to put the stuff together Which and we're going we're to. in the middle of right now yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah uh well the earth is flat um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, hot take, hot take, hot take, robot. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, very convenient. It disappeared, but uh, is there more proof, Brent? Well, yeah, because we've already touched on the fact that he fucking traveled through space and time, time travel, man. So, in Message from the Pleiades, Volume Two. Meyer, this is from one of his books. Meyer that was said, one of my favorites. Yeah. That's the one that had summertime on it, yes, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Volume two. Meyer said he was taken back in time by the extraterrestrial Asket, where he met personally with Jesus, alleged to be the real uh, you know, uh, Emmanuel, alleged to be the real Jesus, per, uh, spelled Jemanuel. Jemanuel, and who told this? This cat told Meyer that. His evolution was higher than that of Jesus himself, saying, and here's a quote, truly your evolution has proceeded for 2,000 years further, which fact I have not considered. (laughs) So Jesus is like, well done, dude. You're better than me. Wait. He says Jesus told him he was better than him. Yeah. Holy shit. I am jealous of this kind of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The contact with. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, or however you want to say it, Jesus lasted for four days, and after that, Meyer was returned to the present time. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Oh, but he did some learning. I don't know yep. if this came from. I don't know if this came from his time with Jesus, or if this just came from you know telepathy, Graham. <laughs> but uh, is that but, a thing? Yeah, it should it, be. It, 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 Another trademark. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I was getting a telepathogram. <laughs> Patent. We're racking um, up the patents around here. All right. So um, so according to Meyer, he was wandering in Jerusalem one day, as, as one is wont to do. Yeah. He was wandering with some religious man of some type. I forget the guy's name. It doesn't matter. The point is they found a hole, and he had a special feeling 
um, you know, below his belt. Oh, no, I, I made I made that part up. I made that part up. But they decide to invest. He's being told he's got. He's he's being he's being spoken to that you know investigate the hole and he investigates it. And, uh, and this is two thousand years ago. It's no. This is today. Oh, this is now. This okay, is today. Okay. I'm saying I don't know if he knew where it was because of oh, his because he'd been there. Yeah, because yeah. guess what we find? It's an abandoned tomb. And not only is it an abandoned tomb, it's the abandoned tomb of Jesus. Oh, so the whole Bible and all that is is wrong. He's just down in well, this Well, it's hole. not wrong. It's just missing some pieces. But he's going to go ahead and fill in that gap for us. In the tomb, he finds a bunch of old scrolls, mm-hmm. which he later refers to as the Talmud of Emmanuel or Jemmanuel. Yep. And on these scrolls G- are Jim the manual are basically Jemmanuel. The books were missing from the Bible. So like the UFO apocrypha. Um wow, right apocrypha in, in two 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 weeks in a row apocrypha. Uh and anyway, um uh, the missing books of the Bible and those books of the Bible go on to explain how most of everything that happened in the Bible is alien related. Right. It, um yeah. and and oh by the way, uh, there's a story of Jesus in the Bible, uh, wandering the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, right? Mm-hmm. He actually wasn't. He actually was cruising the galaxy yeah. with the Pleiarans. Yes. Yeah. Him and Azcat were cruising for more broads or some, something like that, as you do. Right. So, so he basically, the Pleiarans came and picked up Jesus. He cruised out for 40 days, 40 nights, came back and was like, oh yeah, just wandering around the desert. Yeah. Um, I wasn't in space oh, with and- aliens. And, and what you're, why are you even saying that? <laughs> Do you think he flipped up the collar on his jean jacket before he hopped in the back seat of the uh, galactic Cadillac? It was to, weird. To it was him, Azket, and Joe Biden <laughs> cruising. Get in! Come on, we're going to the strip. <laughs> we're gonna cruise the strip, the one out by Pluto. Shabbily made paths. Where we're going, we don't need shabbily Ayo. made paths. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, uh, I noticed I called that Jesus's tomb, not the actual tomb that we all think of right. with the big rock that Boulder moved in front of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's because Jesus didn't die on the cross that Meyer told us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the Plurians, uh needed him to get through this. Yeah. So they, they put him into a coma. And so everybody thought he was dead. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the rest of this of the rest of this transpired. Well, they didn't have any 1800s uh, scientists or doctors. It is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, when he went and talked to Jesus, uh, there's a running theme here. And and I, I'm just so happy that Billy was willing to share with us the missing part yeah. of the Bible. Well, at least. He hasn't shared the the scrolls, I don't think, but you know the writings at least. It's very selfless of him, but it's part of his his charm. He's one to he's do because men. he's the he's the lineage of said Jesus, right. just a better version thereof. Right. Now, coming off of that, one of the things when you're part of that, you got to be good with prophecies. You got to well, kind of like Jesus, kind of like Jesus was good with prophecies. Like when Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, the life. None of you shall get to God except through me or Billy Meyer." Right. Well, me or a better version, a better version of, of me, me, Billy Meyer. Sorry. So yes, yeah. So right. um, off comes the prophecies, and guess what? They have to deal with gentlemen in times. Uh oh, a lot of them. He has repeatedly warned of an impending Third World War, beginning in November of 2006, then of 2008, then it was 2010. Oops, I meant 2011. Awkward. No matter what, (laughs) Meyer states that in an approaching year, 
four world leaders will die within seven days of one another, giving a clear sign that within a mere two years of these events, the long-feared World War Trey yeah. will indeed erupt. You know what's going to happen? Like a 107-year-old former leader of Uganda is going to die, and then like an 87-year-old former leader of Australia. Like, like, like all these old... Ah, see, I told you. Look, four world leaders. In in one, and that was nine days. Close enough. <laughs> but, gentlemen, I don't want you to despair. There's hope. Oh, good. If we finally, I gain, was despairing. Well, if we finally gain mastery over reason and change our behavior, we don't have to go through those perils. It's nice when when prophecies are subject to change. Who is it? Despair. Go away. <laughs> You're on the right track. I'm over you. <laughs> As opposed to inevitabilities, it's nice to have possibilities of change. And that's probably why those years are in flux. We're making the right changes. Right. We're pushing it back. It's not off the table. It's just pushed away. I might come back for more death and despair. But right now, I'm okay. Well, doesn't he say that? Doesn't he say something like his prophecies are only true when uh, right. when we're not following the right path? That's exactly so right. So if they don't happen, it's very explainable. Yes. it It's just, it's not because he's a liar it's because we've made we chose wisely you know it's funny i was watching a documentary made i think it was made what's his handler's name again uh michael horn michael horn was either either made the documentary or he was he was a prominent figure in it, it followed michael around mm-hmm. and it's obviously it's, the the documentary is obviously telling it from the perspective that billy is 100 percent real 100 percent true well he is real and, he's and, a real person well yes true uh and and as as much as any being of light can I mean, be. it's true i mean you know uh but, projection right but it's taking it from that perspective but man the, the documentary is from i think the late 90s or earlier early 2000s and everything he says just smells like the zeitgeist of the time versus being like this long this long-term long-form look the the big thing that was going to get us back then was super aids. Mm-hmm. It's like by by the by later John, in the later John. in the two thousands, super aids is going to kill everybody as it's mutating right now. Meanwhile, we sit here in twenty twenty and like, oh yeah, aids. Yeah, I mean it, it sucks, but yeah, you can live a full healthy life. The problem with this whole train of thought and everything you're talking about is that you are too dumb to realize that he is an indigo child. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably and true. His aura Whoa. lets him see. Th- Super AIDS is just the nomenclature used for the sign of the times. <laughs> he really meant coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. He, you know, it, it's easily pick something off the back of a Lysol <laughs> again. And uh, then it's, it's that, but it's, gonna be it's cool. that <laughs> super Corona. You were he telling also, us about uh, prophecies. Yeah. He, only, he also makes the Henoch prophecies. What does that mean? Well, he says that as the end of this cycle of time, and return to light and consciousness. This is all going to happen. We're going to we're going to go through this change. So if humanity can get their collective shit together, then boom, things will end well. If not, we're doomed. That's the whole his whole thought process for all of this. These these Henoch prophecies. I have one question. What defines a time cycle? Mine is Billy uh, Meyer. Uh, the the one true <laughs> prophet, it. Billy. Yeah. So whatever oh, just he whatever says. he says. Yeah. Uh, well, I, w- I was thinking it was however many time cycles that could fit into a horse cart. Well, time cycles, I don't, Whoa. I don't like talking about time cycles because mine won't start anymore. Uh, I've ran out of <laughs> element one. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, man. Yeah. You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. I like to think that's what they used in Time Cop. Bring me my time cycle. <laughs> 
my t- my <laughs> time cycle's got a bad carburetor. This is like that time train thing. Remember, they shot him through that. Uh, it was mm-hmm. like on a track. Oh yeah, they just call that the time cycle. And boy, there was no forgiveness on that track either. It was like either either you go through time or you, or you die. go through the wall. Couldn't they have just left that a little <laughs> yeah, why, open? Yeah. Why not? Why have the wall there? Just throw some brakes on the motherfucker. You stupid asses. <laughs> reasons. Time reasons. Time. I, yeah, you don't know the first thing about time. <laughs> I'm actually more likely to believe Time Cop to be a documentary than anything Billy Myers said. <laughs> Literally, that is, though, a lot to unpack. Let's head to break real quick. And when we come back, what say the experts? Now, and you've already heard from three of them already, but what say the other experts? <laughs> how can we read more about him? And more importantly, how do we join his religion? I'm David Pumpkins! <laughs> That's next <laughs> on Hysteria 51. And most importantly, how many experts have an initial to start in? <laughs> Good question. Beverage Farm remembers. Oh, but wait. I know we told you a lot. About all of his things. What about the picks and the, 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 all of his things? You know, these prophecies, this religion, this lineage, these picks, the missing these, metal, these metals, everything. Metal. We can test picks and I'm sure you're screaming that in your collective heads. Like get back to this shit. Uh, 1978, there was testing done. I tells you pre Photoshop too. Pre Photoshop. Uh, a, <laughs> a report titled Preliminary Photo Analysis, written by physicist Neil M. Davis at Design. Oh, how old is this guy? Yeah. Come on. Design Technology and Poway, California. Poway, Poway, P O W A Y, California, provided test results of an analysis of one of Meyer's controversial photographs. Not my favorite physicist named Neil, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Using microscopic examination density contour plots, examination for evidence of double exposure, photo paste up, or a model at short range suspended on a string, they state, and this is a quote, nothing was found to indicate a hoax, and concluded, quote, nothing was found in the examination of the print, which could cause me to believe that the object in the photos is anything other than a large object photographed a distance from the camera. They also said that the print was a second-generation photo, and a more detailed analysis of the photo can only properly be made on the original film negative, not a photo of a photo. Ah, so that is kind of like, uh, yeah, this is real. Well, not so fast. Many, including UFO researchers such as the late Stanton T. Friedman, as well as Jacques Vallée, and anyone else (laughs) worth the shit, says... No, this is bullshit. Yeah. yeah, there's there's one guy that I wanted to um uh wanted to call out in the, the episode. Guy on YouTube named Phil Langdon. Uh now I don't know I don't know who Phil is. I don't know if Phil's full of shit. I don't I don't know that he is but I will say this, he's got some interesting videos. His goal in life appears to be proving out that everything Billy Meyer has said and done is a hoax. So I enjoyed it immediately. Uh, right. and it's <laughs> okay in my book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're not the highest quality videos, but they, they, they're basically just showing how, oh, this photo is this, this photo is that, and just, just debunking every one of them. Mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, yeah, he didn't need that PhD. And people have pointed out that, hey, there's a ton of these photos are actually not even fakes of that. They're just photos taken of magazines, of TV shows, et cetera. Yeah. 
So literally, hey, just to need, pick we, up the screen. We didn't need Phil Langdon <laughs> right, to, right. to identify. Uh, well, Brent, give him some examples. Well, so seriously, there's some some of the fun ones where like there's a series of photos of this attractive female humanoid turned out to be a TV screen show in a 1970s TV show. <laughs> literally, they're like, here it is side by side. Here's the yeah. And like the picture is it's not even like hiding it. No. Well, and there's also photos of a dinosaur. And Meyer said he took it when he traveled back in time on this Pliaran spaceship. It was a photo of a photo in a book of illustrations of dinosaurs. This is completely unrelated to today's show, to the topic or anything like that. But did I ever tell you guys about the time that I was stuck in a high rise? It's called Nakatomi Plaza. I've got a few pictures to share. <sighs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Oh, boy. <laughs> So people actually pointed this out, and th- there's in one of the pics, it's purported to be this interstellar spaceship, and they go, that is literally looks like a bunch of Christmas tree ornaments glued on top of a lid of a garbage can. Meyer came back and said, and this is a quote, I'm going to read it verbatim. Oh, no, please don't. As far back as the 1920s, we worked with flying devices you have named the wedding cake ship but they were only available for operation on Earth towards the end of the 1970s. This particular type of flying device was designed specifically for the Earth. For this reason, we endeavored to transmit all of the necessary data regarding this vehicle shape to to terrestrial scientists in the form of telepathic impulses to assist them in developing flying disks on Earth. We thoroughly investigated the entire situation and discovered that the old, newly reemerged drawings were used for the designs and production of these receptacle covers meaning they took that design and used it for trash cans <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he said nothing literally he said nothing another one of my favorite tropes from that story you know we talked earlier about how um it literally couldn't be done today couldn't be done one today. of the one of the tropes right. of, of ufo stories another one was similar to that was that those Christmas ornaments were at such in such fine detail at an exact distance from each other that no human nope would be possibly capable of that level of precision to make it work correctly meanwhile we are only you know creating atomic clocks that are, are within one atom of of no, but no no you're right you're right we, we I thought Dr. Manhattan created the atomic clock oh good point one of my favorite things is they actually had an expert from industrial light and magic come in and look at the photos on another show and he's like, oh my God, these are terrible. <laughs> you like, you can look at like the, the, the grading is all wrong. You can tell like it is a small model that has been put there. And, uh, it was good for the time because this was a time when they're doing, you know, double exposures and things like that. But he said, now granted, he's not a physicist. He just does things like this for a living. <laughs> that's and all. he was just like, yeah, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> so. Another barb in his side or, or jab is he's got an ex-wife. What did she say, John? Because he was married for a time. Well, she said in an interview that the UFO in the photos looked like models that Meyer had made himself <laughs> with items like trash can lids. No, no, no. He had telepathically told them that in the 1920s, and they used that for receptacles. <gasps> also, carpet, carpet tacks and other household items, and that the stories he told of his adventures with the aliens had been entirely fictitious. Fucking women. <laughs> uh, she, just, she just says no fake. Or, or just fucking exes. No matter what, men or women, they're yeah. just out to get them. She agreed when asked by an interviewer that the infamous wedding cake UFO <laughs> looks like the trash lid to a trash barrel they had had. <laughs> like, 
like literally one that they had. Yeah. She also claimed that the one of the pictures taken uh, of a quote extraterrestrial female end quote was actually an acquaintance covered in tanning foil. Which how they uh, I don't know how they pulled that off. I don't buy it. What is tan- her whole thing? Can somebody is, uh, tell me what tanning foil is? It's like the you ever see the old leathery women that are holding the foil up to oh, their oh yeah like <laughs> like aluminum foil, but like it's used to reflect the oh uh, let's let's get let's put my skin cancer right here. Yeah. I want I want to burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. She also claimed that the photos of the extraterrestrial women, Ascat and Nira, we didn't even cover Nira, yeah. uh, were really- there's a, Actually, there's several other people. Yeah, there's yeah. like six or seven of them. No, yeah. there's more. I actually read a list of all of them. Uh, that he's had. There's yeah. lots. Mm-hmm. And they all have like similar names to Greek gods and shit. Well, of course, because we took them from them. Well, That's some of them it, were gods, I yeah. think he said. Uh, anyway, they were actually photos of uh, Michelle Delafava. And Susan Lund, members of the singing and dancing group, the Gold Diggers. Yo, <laughs> I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with the Billy Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and John, also my favorite. Remember those shots from books, movies, and other sources? I do. What did he say about those? He said that these photos were altered by intelligence agencies and slipped into his collection in order to discredit him uh, and his UFO testimony. <sighs> As they're one what to they're do. always doing. Everyone yeah. wants to discredit the poor guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's coming at him. Other allegations include focus and light direction problems consistent with cut and paste and model techniques. Mm. That's what our friend on YouTube was pointing out. Right, right. But not to be kept down, he has stayed busy throughout his life. He has written 40 books and over 6,000 pages of contact reports. Joe, how many of those pages have you read? Uh, a couple dozen. A couple dozen thousand. Uh, <laughs> yes. The highlights are, and this is one that we've talked about actually before, the sun has a dark twin, which is located uh-huh. about one light year away Boom, binary star system paging Nemesis. Remember that talk, John? We're a binary star. Oh, of course I remember Nemesis. Yeah. Tom Hardy's first big role, right? Crushed it. Yeah. Oh, man. Partial clone of Jean-Luc. Partial Jean-Luc clone. Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, but by the Romulans. Yeah. Or no, was it the Remans? No, it was by the Romulans. No, he and was they the sent Re- him to Remans. They sent him to Remans. Yeah. Uh, that's what made him mad. That's what made him very mad. He was in the... Uh, in the. Uh, that's where he found Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Colonel Meow or whatever his name, <laughs> the cat from last week. Get it right. It's Chairman Meow. Chairman Meow. <laughs> yeah, so we're in that binary star. There's also 280 known chemical elements in the universe, but it is a creation law that no single star contains all 280 of them. That's why we've only got the small amount that we have in this mm-hmm. system. And the next inhabited star system, solar system by us, is about five light years away from Earth. Different worlds in that system are inhabited by human forms of life. So they're similar to human. Like you said, they seeded a lot of places. Yeah. They've been all over the well, place. Well, uh, to be clear, Billy said that we all, the Pleiarans, the humans, and everyone else, we all look similar because we are all originally from the same, uh, I don't know, Petri dish or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And one of the planets located there is called Eckhart. So that's Who? fun. Eckhart? Eckhart. A cart. A cart. A, a cart of horses, a horse cart. A horse cart uh, it all comes aliens. back. You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. Oh, oh, this was a big one, too. There was another planet in our yep. solar system. It was called Malona, but it was destroyed by its inhabitants. And the asteroid belt, you know that thing out there? 
that's just the uh it's like alderon it's just it's just chunks of malona all floating out out there (laughs) oh and our universe is around 46 trillion years old not billions like these scientists want to think and not six thousand like his descendants you know the followers of, of of jesus some of those want to say, I don't know why I'm saying the followers of Jesus so weird. Uh, <laughs> you mean Christians? Yeah, well, I don't, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just feel Alkalites? so dirty. I feel so dirty calling like referring to half of this stuff. But anyway, so, science is wrong. Science is wrong. Forty six trillion years old. Now, I reached out to a couple people. Just uh, uh, I reached Great out job. to you. We had two of them get back to us. I said, what's your take on Billy Meyer? Just give me a short little quirk. Dr. Chris Cogswell, the Mad Scientist podcast, said, Billy Meyer is the craft American signals of ufology. Obviously fake, but some people still seem to kind of like him. You can also say that I said his religion isn't even the best UFO cult, which tells you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to stop there. Uh-huh. I like a good craft American uh, me single. Me too. I actually Huge took fan. a little bit. I felt personally attacked by that. <laughs> Microaggression. I, I I felt like it was. I felt like it was. And and frankly, Mr. Cogswell, I only have one thing. He to chose poorly. Yeah. Then yeah. we got Rob Christopherson, uh, the host of Our Strange Guys. Both of these gentlemen have been on our show. <laughs> this one is also very attacking. I don't know where they came. Much like Bon Jovi tried to give love a bad name but failed miserably, <laughs> Billy Meyer fails at everything he does in the UFO <laughs> world. From the UFOs he's photographs to the one armed laser gun photos to Michael Horn and his absolute crap. <laughs> Everything about Billy Meyer stinks, much like John Bon Jovi's music. <laughs> the problem with that now, comparison Joe, that Joe feels attacked. It, it, I feel very attacked. Here. Calm down, First Jersey. Of all, Calm down. Bon Jovi's music is heavenly. Second of all, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait. <laughs> second of all, he's not even in the same song. He's not even in a position to to assess Bon Jovi's music because John didn't try to give love a bad name. You give love a bad name. (laughs) In fact, the only person that you can logically say didn't give love a bad name is John Bon Jovi. Blood red nails on your fingertips. Exactly. dream. You act so shy. Your very first abduction was my first (laughs) kiss well, know. the schoolboy's dream, like not unlike. Uh, oh, uh, you're a pleasure. <laughs> I think. Um, I, I think the only thing to say to Rob, uh, given what, what you just uh, gave us, Joe, checkmate. Yeah, checkmate. I would actually Boom. tell him to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, next thing you know, Rob and and Chris Cogswell, they're going to be trying to tell us that there weren't multi-million-year interstellar wars going on out between the Pleiadians, the Reptilians, and uh, multiple other races. I'll tell you what, Chris Cogswell and Rob Christopherson are the kind of stupid fucks that would say something like that. Yeah. You could quote me on that. And, you know, every time someone tries to tell me something like that, I just say, listen... It's my life. It's now or, <laughs> now never. or never. Now or never. I'm not like, going to live forever. Dude, like Frankie said, I did hey, it my way. Real quick, uh, who believes him? Raise your hand. Seabot, put your hand <laughs> down. Joe. I'm sorry. That was a oh. bad one. I was stretching. I was stretching. Oh, that was a stretch. Yeah. Stuff, but you know it what? wasn't terrible. All right. All right. So we talked a little bit. You're such a loaded gun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit about his handler, as we call him, Michael Horn. He's like his his uh, spokesperson 
Michael Horn, uh, I remember last year when we announced that we were going to Alien Con, John, and you didn't actually know this. Michael Horn took to Twitter to just bash us and tell him how we're terrible, fuck us, and anyone that was going to Alien Con should be going to see him at like Newt's Deli in Walla Walla, Washington, where he's talking <laughs> in the back from four to four fifteen about whatever he was talking about. And he said, like, literally, like, uh, I remember Ryan Sprague was in there and all of us, he bashed all of us and it was deliciously hilarious. Like, I felt bad. You ever see someone trying so hard to be relevant? I felt bad for him. Oh, God. It's like co-hosting with you. Yeah. You just get so overshadowed that it's, you know what? Keep, keep plucking away. <laughs> I just want to know what they serve at Newt's Deli. <laughs> no matter what. You get the breakfast. You get the omelet. You, no matter what they're known for, you, you get, get the, the omelet. omelet. <laughs> that couldn't be a more of an inside wow. joke. I, I don't even know what's happening right now. I feel like um, I'm on a different show. Yeah. Oh, God. Should we do our thoughts on Billy Meyer? Uh, yeah. To wrap it up? Yeah. Yes, please. Please. And I, I'm going to tell you this. This was a hard one to rein into about an hour. And as always, if you go and you look at our website and stuff, we have our show notes where we have our sources. Go down that path. Or don't. I mean. Do it. Go down that no, path. No, do it. Yeah. It is very entertaining. And we have just scratched the surface of a lot of the stories. They are out there. And John, you get to start out this week. What are your thoughts on Billy Meyer and this whole uh, gaggle of alien anomalies? Well, I think we should take all of Billy's uh, pictures. All of his metal, all of his, uh, all of his, uh, uh various accoutrements that, that came from the Plyarans or whoever else. And I'm going to need you to put them way up inside your butthole. Oh, man. Yep. That's what I think about it. This is garbage. This dude is garbage. I, listen, the, the one thing I will reserve here is I think there's obvious signs of, of mental health issues. Right, right. Uh, and I don't want to minimize that. We are, we are not doctors. Uh, we're not doc, but, <laughs> Uh, so Doctor. if if this Doctor. is related to uh, an undiagnosed or a, a untreated medical condition, then I feel bad for him. But I think it's all a hoax, and I think he's trying to profit from it. And if he is just a profiteer, then fu- he can go fuck himself. Well, he is I, a prophet. I, he told us. Yeah, so, he's yeah. a prophet. I, I mean, listen, I just sounds ridiculous. And I everything he says and does is is been discredited. Uh, it's been it's been proven to be a hoax. Uh, I've got no use for it. But it was a fun episode. It was. It was. It was one of those ones I really like doing because there is no truth to it. You know what I mean? So, right. and literally, we've probably not painted the picture as crazy as it is. Oh, I, mean? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a fair point. And, and that's the point. And then you have people like, speaking of profiteering, people like Michael Horn who are riding this guy's coattails. Oh, uh, right, trying right, to, right, right. Trying to make a buck and he will attack anyone who says otherwise. And it's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed for themselves. You know what? More Michael and people like that than Billy, because Billy probably has some issues or, or whatever. And he's the one that's coming up with this stuff. People believe it. And even though it, it, it's much like, you know, science deniers and things like that, you've been told a thousand times this isn't true. And here's why fingers in the ear, la, 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 la. And instead of coming at you with science and reasoning, it's just attacking. And that's why I'm kind of being, I guess we've been a little rude in that way too, because these are people that have literally attacked us as well. Well, and, and not only that, but I mean, we mentioned profiteering. There are people that live at Billy's house and pay for the, 
for the right to do so because they are mm-hmm. in his religion. And they're paying him thousands of dollars. Uh, they are doing work for him, and it's all following whatever this crazy religion of his is. Uh, so he's, I mean, it's that. Well, there's a word for it. It's, it's called a cult. cult. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly there's, right. Right. there's no reason to beat around the bush about it. Yeah, that's that's right. It's exactly what it is. I guess what I'm saying is, I got, if I can boil it down to one word, it's jealousy. I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's the best. I'm channeling my well, inner C-bot. <laughs> that's, the, that's the tricky thing with this, though, is because, guys, don't you think when your mind is working at the speed and volume and prolificness of a, of a Billy Meyer, I mean, some of your stuff is going to be discreditable just because you accidentally wrote the wrong sentence. It's all real. Well, he's like, none yeah. of this is, is false. He's a sponge. It's just, it, I mean, how do you get the words out? Like, I feel bad for the guy that not only it's got to be frustrating trying to get, you know, thousands more pages of material out there into the public eye is, <laughs> is your fingers can only type so fast, man. <laughs> um, but you know, also then to have people, you know, jumping down your throat constantly about, about your minimal mistakes. Come on. Did Joe, Joe, be honest. Did you donate to his religion? Uh, my time. <laughs> Donate's a strong word. Uh, my time. My uh, my energy. My energy. A lot of energy. A lot of crystals. A lot- <laughs> is the currency that we prefer to deal in. Literally my psi energy. I gave it off to him mm-hmm. through the universe. Yeah, via a uh, Reiki style <laughs> hand propulsions. Um, <laughs> Did you say Hadouken when you were doing it? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes. Uh, Nation, that's what we think about Billy Meyer. But what do you think? Why don't you come tell us? Hop on to Facebook. Search Hysteria Nation. That's our Facebook discussion group. Pop in and tell us what you think about this weird and wacky and wily story. And you can also find us on Patreon. We are a huge, hugely grateful for our Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. It helps us keep the show going. It helps us do what we do. And it, it helps Seabot have something to do by posting things on there. <laughs> he finds his favorite. Now those are mine. My favorite audio dramas every week. And you can get yourself a t-shirt and some pins and posters and sign things and, and all sorts of fun stuff. Also, voicemail 773-669-7277. 773-669-7277. Yawn, I think it's time. It's, I'm so used to the soft J's this week. <laughs> I'm going to go by Yawn from now on. Yeah, um, I think it's time for us to play some voicemails. Are you ready? Are you I down? don't think I am. All right, well, too bad, because here we go. Hey, y'all, I just finished Branch Davidian uh, episode number two, and I, I'm going to tell you, you said call in and talk about Swamp Ass. <laughs> y'all... I got some swamp ass. Oh, wow. I mean, it's soupy sometimes. It's soupy. There's just times that you ever feel like you got a, a little trickle of sweat running down your back because you've been out working in the farm? Y'all, I got that, but it's on my ass. <laughs> it's bad. Wow. Help me. Help me see by uh that'll happen well i have nothing to say there's nothing to add to that it was perfect number two hi my name's kelly bostic i actually just joined hysteria nation i found you guys a couple weeks yeah. ago absolutely love the show Woo. uh c-bot sucks 
Um, but he's funny. And uh, I just listened to the most recent episode. Can't wait for more. Thanks. Bye. Heck yeah. Short and sweet to the point. Appreciate it. Yeah, the only and thing thanks that for was joining Hysteria Nation. Call out to me. Right? Well, standards. <laughs> hey guys, long time listener, first time, well, you know. Brian Reagan kills it, and I like how you pull it up every once in a while. Yeah, um, Brian Reagan fan. Well, when I think Brian Reagan or the Flat Earthers, um, I think about the big yellow one is the sun. The, yellow the big one's yellow the one is the sun. Okay, Copernicus. Hey, that's all I got. Honestly, wow. You guys are amazing. I wish you guys would hook up with Brohio Podcast. Uh, uh, I a little bit and had to write my shit down before I called. No, it's awesome. You know, because I'm exactly like that. Love you guys. Honestly. Love you too. Uh, we got a upcoming episode. We're going to be doing a crossover with Brohio Podcast. Uh, if there is one podcast that people have begged for us to be uh doing a show with it's them probably that is serial <laughs> yes i'm laura koenig or whether it was it laura koenig sarah koenig sarah, i'm sarah koenig and i'm brent Han. <laughs> <laughs> this is serial super serial <laughs> all right the, no no this is serial 51 <laughs> let's do one more yo what a next squad here uh what was i saying uh, anyway, uh, it was awesome yakking with you, Brent. Oh yeah! He Thank you very much our for our Patreon having me monthly on. episode. Uh, nice. And it was great to clear up that whole uh, credit card thing. Oh man, that stupid big budget. Anyway, uh, love yakking with you. Um, keep them good shows coming. All right. Mm, yeah. I don't like pressure. Much love to you guys, man. I'm, I'm glad Brent's back. Or ah, the other guy. Ah, he's been gone so long. John, he couldn't remember you because you're gone so long. Anyway, I think I told you this, but I'll say it again. Uh, Don't drink and listen to Hysteria 51. He said that he uh, woke up and he was like, had a a thing from Patreon that said he had signed up. He's like, oh, I don't remember doing that. (laughs) That's the kind of of drinking and uh, Hysteria 51-ing that I approve of. No, 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 no. Danger's my middle name. So that's it, kids. That's our thoughts on Billy Meyer. Hopefully you will hop on and let us know your thoughts, too. And with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Butt. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.